It's planting season, and it's not too late to make sure your crops grow up fed and happy. Regardless of your spring crop, Fed and Happy offers a variety of worm-casting solutions in liquid and solid form to supercharge your soil, your yields, and your profitability. For fast, vibrant germination and seedling growth, mix your seed with Fed and Happy's screened granular castings pre-drilling. The Fed and Happy liquid seed treat and extracts offer the ideal mix of soluble solids loaded with living beneficial biology, mycorrhizal fungi, humates, and more. The Fed and Happy small spreadable castings are ideal for fast, easy soil incorporation. The large offer long-term stability and soil growth. But you don't have to figure this out on your own. Just call 833-GO-WORMS to speak with our farm team experts for a fast turnaround on a custom solution for your needs. Fare better against pests, disease, drought, and other potential hazards this season with Fed and Happy Worm Castings. Visit FedandHappy.com for a healthy harvest and any lawn, garden, and tree care needs. Available for pickup and on-farm delivery. That's F-E-D-N-Happy.com. Or call 833-GO-WORMS. Happy planting. Four twenty one is at the epicenter. A pivotal moment in the history of vicinity. How much THC does it have in it? It's not even an ensemble, it's a symptom. Five hundred compounds? I specifically moved to California to be in Cannabis. And now it's time for the greatest podcast in the world, the four twenty one show, with your favorite hosts, Aaron Silverman and Danny Keith. Gentlemen, your mics are hot. All right, we're back. Sweet. Another episode of 421, live on location here at New West Summit 5 in San Francisco. We are here with Joanna, and she has a cool podcast called Casually Baked. Great to meet you. Great to have you. Thank you. Thank Thank you for being here. Uh, And then, obviously, my partner in crime, Dana Keith. Yep. And uh, we're just going to freestyle this conversation. So you got a cool story. Uh, and we actually have quite a bit in common, as we talked about when we got to know each other. Yeah. Both from Texas. Uh, you're from a much smaller part of it, to be fair. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you found your way into cannabis. Got yourself a podcast. Um, casually baked. What's it about? Well, so I got to California, and I was trying to figure out, okay, where's the hole in the market? Where can I add value in the, value can- actual in cannabis, the cannabis market? market. Okay. I specifically moved to California to be in cannabis. Gotcha. Um, I had just returned from living in Bologna, Italy, where yeah. I was trying to figure out how could I get paid to be myself? Yeah. And while Sounds I was very, high meditating, I thought... <laughs> very millennial. Except I'm a Gen Xer. Well, <laughs> oh, I'm 43. I'm really? just in, I'm more enlightened than... So the video okay. game opportunity is out the window. Because we, we missed that chance, right? <laughs> like it. To get paid to do what we do. Yeah. Oh, so podcasting. I'm, well, so this is it. This I'm is like, it. this is me getting paid to be myself. Getting to run my mouth and tell people about how I live a casually baked lifestyle, how I'm functionally so high. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's home base for the can of curious. So if I'm curious about it, we're fucking talking about it on the show. Sure. So I was just up in Humboldt for harvest. Oh, and, nice. and so I've just done two really educational shows about legalization and the metric 
system and how that's affecting our growers. But then I'm also getting to show these other people what it's like to live this lifestyle and this back to the land approach to living and what sun-grown cannabis looks like and how it's cared for. So then when they go shopping, now they're like, I know some shit and I can make better decisions on how I buy cannabis. When you say back to land, were you just talking with Josh Sweet up in uh, Humboldt by any chance? No, this, I was um, out at Kingsview Farms. You know Josh? Okay. I was out at Kingsview Farms and it is in the um, Palo Verde Appalachian. So like right in the heart, I'm about to make a big vagina sign on your show. So I paused yeah. <laughs> right in the heart of the Emerald Triangle. <laughs> See, that's your job. Yeah. That's your job. Just visuals. Just but John that. Wilhelm, the, the farmer there, the owner, and he's just done his 30th harvest on the same land. Wow, that's and great soil. 30th. 30th. I'm, I'd be interested to know how he turns that over. You know, the, the, the soil, soil itself. Yeah. Because well, you, you don't want to, you know, they have that problem with food. They have to, like, let a field go fallow for a period of time and then they can go back. Is that the same case with cannabis? Well, but if you're Maybe, practicing yeah. regenerative farming and you're constantly running through the cycle as it's supposed to be done, your soil is always fertile. And that's what those guys have been doing up there. Important fact. Fertile soil. Yeah, fertile soil. Yeah, it's probably always good. You guys did a podcast together. You did cannabis karaoke? Yes. Oh, yeah? yeah. Well, when was that? Well, she's been doing podcasts for quite some time. What podcast number are you on? 197,000? I just released um, episode 108 of Casually Baked That's a lot of podcasts, dude. I'm on, like, number 17. And, like, every week I'm like, I got to do another one. Yeah. It's really not that easy. I mean, really so you have not. to give it up. Like, 108, that's... Thank it you. is a, on a list of things not easy or keeping your hair nice. You wear a hat. I do. Doing podcasts. Yeah. Raising money in this industry. Selling weed. I was yeah. two. I'm two for three. The yeah. first two. You're the, you're the last... I have hard stuff to do as well, guys. Yeah. I try to act like I don't and have I hard gotta, stuff to do. You know, as an executive, I have to sign papers. And this wrist is like, I got important things to do. Things. I'm very busy sometimes. But we did do a podcast. Uh, she inspired me to do one. You know, it's like one of those things where if you're not talking about yourself or using that element. I mean, podcasts have been around forever, but yeah. like right now, they're really popular in the cannabis space. And being, you know, watching her be a thought leader and doing what she was doing, I was like, will you come on my podcast? And I think yeah. you were number one, like I, technically. Yeah. Patrick, my, my, my employees get, did a dry run with me, but she was like my literal first yeah. in office. So she was your first? My first yes. in-studio yeah. guest. She broke me in. Oh, awesome. And yep. I was in-studio. I heard you got to be in the studio. I went in-studio. So that's the only way I like to do it. Not that I won't do it. And we didn't know each other, though, at all. We did not. We just hit it off. We did in a yeah. weird way. And we ordered best friend necklaces. Yes. Aww. Yeah. It was we, did blood, we did the blood brother we thing. Yep. We, have a, we have a handshake. That's right. God, I, I <laughs> we mean, had to do post edit because like we talked about months. really deep shit. I know. We don't talk for and two I fall months in love with somebody. I know. Well, that's, you know, you know this industry's moving fast. It's like dog ears. You gotta. It happened by accident. To be perfectly honest, we were going up. I came up to just talk to him one time, and then we we did a little onset, and then we did another one, and then it was like. There's some chemistry here. Yeah. That's why it went dark on me, I swear. And it's like, yeah, I was like, I can't drive. tell her that I'm with s- s- somebody else. Yeah. I had to just let it ride. And but, here we are, now we are. But now, but now you, yeah. We brought you here. in. Well, that's what's it, yeah, thank you, because chemistry is important. we got a polyamorous and, relationship now yeah. in our podcast. Hey, 
I think a good JoJo sandwich is always a healthy thing. JoJo's. They, they make a cookie <laughs> called the JoJo. No, oh, for sure. I, I'm sure our wives would totally appreciate that as well. <laughs> hey, yeah. I mean. It's a virtual sandwich. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, this yeah. isn't realsies, y'all. Okay? Yeah. This but is, cannabis is, and we're all on it. That's right. <laughs> Casually. So we had a good we had a good podcast to wrap that up, and uh, now we're here talking. And yeah. Like, yeah. So here's the thing. I want to go back to something you said. Sure. So you're talking about you really prefer to be in studio with someone because of the chemistry. Yeah. And I'm at a point now with the podcast that I can tell people, well, next time you're in Oakland, give me a call. Or if I'm in your city, let's talk. Because I really lose so much doing a phone interview. Therefore, I feel like my audience does too. Well, you lose authenticity. I feel like on the phone, I can be whoever I want. Like, I don't know why. I just feel like you can do whatever, and so can the other person. I'm lazy. I like phoners. I noted. You know? I like phoners. Yeah. Like, you know, in per- like, you know, I don't know whether you're at a strip club or on an airplane. You can say, you know, I do mergers and acquisitions. I do whatever. But you get on a phone call on a podcast, you can say things. You can hang up the call if you don't like it. There's a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, you can that exit stage right, I guess. Yeah. yeah. yeah I haven't should, had that gotta, happen yet, but. Oh my gosh. I'll have to keep that in mind. Not everybody can make it in. Yeah. It's a similar concept to where I like to hug people that I do business with instead of shake their hands because yeah. I feel like people are less likely to be dicks to me if they're hugging me afterwards. Yeah, that's true. Nowadays, it's kind of my, my wife's a hugger. She hugs I everybody. She hugs me. I bro hug. Um, but I, I full on yeah. mean it hug. It's, yeah. Is it weird? Like, I've had people do the hug thrust. That's not good. Oh. No, yeah. That, Did nah. you thrust back? Uh, it's <laughs> like a magnet. Yeah, you know, I don't, yeah, not these days. Well, you, sh- yeah, I mean, but like, what? You, you want to hug thrust, thrust hug? Like, No, of course not. I have no idea. Do not, do not come thrust hug me. I'm not asking for the thrust hug, okay? Hey, what was getting cannabis like it. in a town with 500 people? Oh, I didn't. I was such a good girl. Oh, that you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I played. Well, I ran cross country, and then of course it was you basketball. Did. That was called going to the store. And I was in band. <laughs> well, yeah, it was like. Yes, yeah, no, seventy 15, miles. Well, it was fifteen miles to a convenient-ish store, and seventy miles for proper groceries. Yeah. So no. Wow. She didn't really know what you're getting because there wasn't like the. I got the munchies, let's run out. That's why she couldn't smoke cannabis. Well, I just was too busy. She'd have been like living, she'd been camping in front of the grocery store. Yeah, I had access to it. I just didn't want to do it. Like, I I was in the band. Can you imagine being the dealer in a town of 500 people? You're probably that is busy. some sketchy shit. You're busy. Well, yeah. I the think only you're guy probably the dealer for a whole county. Yeah. You know, you probably. Where was this again? Texas. Yeah. Not it's just Texas, like though. Hay this... a little bit. You know what I mean? Like it's. I mean, I, I like, like I said, I didn't smoke it. I don't know, but huh. I was it's playing kind of sports get in a and bag, doing all like, the other shit. For fifty bucks, you get a garbage bag. Oh no, it's a brick. So yeah. once oh, I got to Dallas, then I was like part of the. I started. Yeah, I was dating a dealer at one point and was like smart move oh this oh okay like somebody's gonna hurt themselves if you keep trying to chip that weed off with a kitchen knife like yeah. you know like, you like how spoiled are we out here <laughs> like very it would very. be a, a brick and it's like chipping away Ugh. we're very spoiled i mean like what, even you know just our proximity to the emerald triangle it supersedes anything you get anywhere else. Like, yeah. you're like, mm, okay, you know? When you're used to that, when 
like I come from Santa Cruz, like we've been the weed thing has yeah. been ingrained in us since, oh, yeah. since I can remember. Right. We've been smoking like the chronic. We have amazing weed in our area. Bragger. Not so much in other places. Was that? I said bragger. Well, I'm just saying, like, when you run into someplace else, like, hey, you want to smoke some weed? And out comes a joint that looks like a very small pencil. You're yeah. all, what is that? Like, thing? Let me show you what a joint looks yeah. like. And you pull, you pull out, out, out that a big tampon. old. Yeah, you pull out a. Oh, well, that's what I cut. That's a good joint. So, oh, sorry. I mean, you know, are we doing a show or not? Yeah. You know, I mean, if you're not comfortable with the word tampon. No, oh, it's just man. funny that that was the choice. You well, just introduced people. Like, I did a show in Vegas with some people that were in the space. What a joint looks like. And they've never really smoked. We smoked a joint walking down Las Vegas Boulevard, yeah. and they were just slightly, you know, exhilarated, but at the same time petrified because they thought, that, you know, we shouldn't have done it. But, no, it's, you know, the, he's like, I've never seen a joint that big before. And, I've, I mean, I've, those are weird things to say, obviously, but they were just so pumped to, like, see real weed. Oh, well, the first time I had a farmer-rolled joint, I was like, okay, I would smoke that joint every day. Yeah. That joint is a different experience. So I kind of understand why you didn't smoke weed in early days. You'd probably be dead. It's yeah. so bad. Oh, smoking there, twigs and sticks. And but it was also Stuff that was just, smuggled in gas tanks. But you have to remember, like, we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have, you know, yeah. the internet. We didn't have all of these distractions. We were kids in a small town playing sports. Like, you were doing with your kids right now, man. It's yeah. fucking sports all the time. I, I found weed at like 13, so I was like um, nonstop. I don't know. Down. I was a goody two-shoes. I didn't I didn't consume until I quit playing college basketball. I was oh, there's a story. 20. So you were where, doing? Where, where'd you play college basketball? Oh, Lord. You played college basketball? Um, for two years before I quit and gave myself full time to broadcasting. Yeah, well, I think it's a good thing you did. Paid off. <laughs> How was how that Look working out? Look at me now. Yeah, how's that working out? Mama would be proud. <laughs> so is this your first New West, or have you been a New uh, West before? Oh, no, I'm. this is my fourth New West. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. But, what do you think about how it's grown and evolved over the last cause, four or five years? Um, well, I think it's just interesting what's happening in general. I mean, I, I think the, the event in size has gotten smaller, but the... The things that I take away from the conference Better, yeah. are um, are epic. I mean, there's they're bigger than the things like I just came back from the um, future of cannabis of consumer cannabis North America in Toronto, and I'm thinking these people are going to blow my fucking mind with information. Not so much. No, no, they. No, did. that's true. This is we've talked about this. This is really good graduate level content and curriculum. There's not yeah. a lot of the one-on-one crap. It's not a lot of recycled stuff. Everybody here is, you know, um, a little bit more sophisticated, has a little bit more to offer from a panel perspective. Maybe been in the game a little bit. Yeah. Well, there's some real experience. I mean, they've made real investments. They've, you know, had a real business or they've, you know, at least had, you know, some failures and successes. You know, yeah, they can well, speak to those things. And, you know, and these people at that conference did too. But what I think is happening is that people just get really lazy. Yeah. They get on the speaker circuit. They're like, oh, I get to go to another conference in Toronto or I'll do this or I'll do that. And they're recycling material and they're not really pushing themselves. Like, you know, um, Dr. Monica Villalpando, I can brag on her. She's my bestie in the cannabis space. And she has a, a formulation company, VL Pondo LLC, and she's doing research. She's finding, you know, she sees a problem in the space or sees like this vaping issue. You know, she's 
pushing for research and going out and looking for that information and that data and bringing it back and sharing it on Podcast 106. Let's oh. talk vaping. Yeah. So, you know, it's things like that that I want to see when I go to a conference. Those are the people I want to see that you're putting on stage. And so I think this conference does a better job of of getting those kinds of yeah. people on stage. You're but, right. you know, this year I, have, I haven't seen them yet, so I'm not judging anyone. But I have seen quite a few celebrities on the roster. And I'm like, okay. How do you feel I, about that? I mean... If they are educated and they know their shit, then let's talk about it. But if you're just going to tell me that, like, having a, a face behind a brand and, you know, how that's important, well, no shit. <laughs> you know, we know that. Yeah. So it's like, you know, if you have something to offer to the conversation, I I hope that, you know, that you bring that. But well, How do you feel about them? What if they are just using some star power to leverage a brand into, you know, into a customer base? that would like and trust it because that person's behind it. For example, I mean, you know, maybe Willie Nelson and Tommy Chong, maybe those are bad examples because they've actually been... Well, they've actually done... Yeah, they've they got street cred. Yeah, They're exactly... That's, those are the people I want to see on, uh, you know, doing this because it's like, yes, that so is their So what about the, like the Whoopi Goldbergs or the Ricky Lakes or... And I know they're not here, but they're, they're I, not... Well, I mean, they've and come I don't know... Yeah, 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 they have come I mean. here before. Um, you know, it's... I was telling my communications coordinator today I was like when you're filtering through who's going to come to my inbox from our ask at account it, I want you to do five minutes of homework for me look them up go to their about us page and I want you to read their story and if they tell me in their statement that we've got a team of experts who are you know great in their field and blah 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 and you're not telling me a real story about a real person and calling out real humans that work for your organization or that have inspired you to do this or you know this was happening and I canvas was introduced into my life and this has happened and now I've created this amazing product otherwise you're just another CBD company right and there's a shit ton of those so for me like if you really want to break through and you want to do something like you've got to have some passion and some drive and some meaning and you have better have a very good reason for why I should buy your product. Who's uh, who's someone you want to interview on your show? Gosh, I would love to, I would love to have a conversation with Joe Rogan about a lot of things, but... He's on that DMT trip, though. I don't know if you know. He just, well, I don't even know if he smokes weed anymore. So this is... But this is Smoking why I want to... toad with Tyson. But this is one of the reasons I want to talk to Gateway. him. Is because I am... Well, I am on my own little journey. Like, cannabis... I'm at a point where I'm... I'm experimenting with setting cannabis aside for a large part of my day and reserving it for night. And... <clears throat> excuse me. I have a little porcupine in my throat. And, um, and microdosing mushrooms during the day to see how that works with my memory function because I have the gene for short-term memory loss. So when I smoke cannabis and I'm writing and working or I'm having to interview somebody or be, you know, think on my feet, I mean, I can fuck my shit up. I mean, the other night I was singing happy birthday to a guy that I unfortunately was on a date with and I forgot his fucking name. I like, think that's pretty normal. Hard drive's full. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hard but, drive's full. So, or it's but, not interesting. But here's the thing, though. I, 
I want to do an experiment where I see if I microdose psilocybin, will it still give me the same benefits of easing my anxiety and my OCD and all of these things, but not take that memory piece away from me. So mm. I'd like to Is that talk working for you? It's not like those are things you get to do, like what she just described as things you get to do when you don't have kids. Yes, yes. Like, okay. Fair can't be all fair. daddy's daddy's dosing daddy's dosing today, so yeah. we're gonna Well That's a good time. You know, the the whole mushroom push is happening. Yeah. I mean it's like Colorado or no, Oregon it's legal. I think Colorado it's legal. Well Oakland, I mean Oakland, Oakland, Oakland I mean that's it's legal. And, and so that's the thing. I'm not I wanna do like a proper scientific experiment. You know, With I so yourself? I, so I have a, a yeah. A licensed therapist who's been doing studies with people okay. with is psilocybin. So I'm going to bring. Go to them? I'm going to bring her into this. I've shared the highlights of the experiment and want Dr. V to help me put it together so that I am doing, a, you know, where I'm titrating and seeing where where my sweet spot is and like how that works and because I want to be able to talk about it and people take me seriously and not just roll my eyes that I'm just some you know, other person that likes to trip during the middle of the day. Because the point of microdosing is that it's just at that threshold where you feel that like lightness of being and that ease and that relief without feeling high. Mm. You have to kind of find your dose? Yes, and yes, you absolutely do. But we haven't had the opportunity to figure that up. Psychosilicon stores? Yeah. Psilocybin? Sure. Well, stores? no, not. I mean, it's just been decriminalized. So, yeah. But I think sure. you're going to start seeing a lot more um, psilocybin pills for sale in, in Oakland. Like right now, you have to know somebody. Still, yeah. That and I want. And, sorry, and that's the other reason I want a scientist involved is so that I know that each of these tablets are dosed. The you exact want a amount. COA, basically. You want to know right where its origin is. Yes. And you know, just to be uh, just a little story, had a business partner who decided to microdose every day. To so say he's not a business partner anymore, may have went on a different path. But so going down that be road. careful what mind you open. May <laughs> well, but you know, I mean, Ram Dass, that was. Mushroom, well, sure. He says mushrooms are my friends. Yeah. Like, you know, and yeah, it I, can be. Yeah. I mean, I'm digging it. So I just like to talk to people that are like on that edge of wellness and health and, and pushing the limits of, of what the constructs of normal life are yeah. and being like, you know, I, I dig plant medicine and I'm all in it. I'm, I'm all about it. I like the holding it back. I do that sometimes. Where I'll wait till the end of the day to smoke because if I mm -hmm. if I maintenance smoke all day, then I don't really have the same. I, I, it's just like a routine, right? Yeah. But if I wait to take a bong hit all day, maybe yeah. I smoke a joint, maybe I'll vape a little bit, but I'm not doing bong hits in the middle of the day. Yeah, it definitely has more impact. Yeah, yeah, that's one. Of the only, I mean, staying casually baked on a daily basis, you kind of miss out on being able to ever get high really yeah you know, i mean it's very rare i mean you know i don't remember the last time i really got like high school high if you know what i mean sure that um, dabbing dabbing yeah. when i first yeah um dabbing was cool because it was something i could do real quick too in my garage well those puff goes and, now are crazy yeah that's what i have yeah you know, a little puff go dab yeah. like boop little dab and well, dab yeah. dab do you well and so that's yeah. what i I got this I got this cough and then I was like, okay, I can't smoke weed anymore. So I was vaporizing the flour and then I'm still coughing. So then I was like, okay, I'll just dab with the Puffco Peak and 
Now I, I'm I just like, I had to eat edibles today and I feel all fucking weird anyway. I hope I don't sound weird. No, you're yeah. good. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's such a different high when you've been used to just inhaling and yeah. now all of a sudden you're, you know, I've ingested and now it's gone through that second. I, I think you're on, I think honestly we're, the next big move in cannabis is gonna be like, not necessarily tincture or edible driven, but like I have a friend who's working on some nanotechnology yeah. where they can actually, and then like we talked earlier about matching genes up to yeah. certain things. You know, I think there's gonna be some, some science that's gonna jump in. It's gonna take that last little batch of people that are afraid to smoke a joint or afraid to get high or, you know what I mean? It's like, I'll get a quick story. My mom's been on opiates my, almost my whole life, you know? Changed doctors, doc, new doctors like, you're fucking done. You're not getting any more opiates. My mom's like, what? 30, you know, 40 years of taking them. What do I do? And it, it definitely changes you as a person when you're yeah, on them. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, she's eating edibles. You know what I mean? And she's like, I would have never done it before, but I, I had to oh my God. I had to do something. Yeah. And so I think, like, you're going to get those people, especially as we ease out of this pill generation of taking the pill for everything. I mean, God, I hope the God all those commercials go away about bleeding out of your ass when you take a pill to stop something else, but then you take another pill yeah. to stop the, that, you and know? The, and the, the, sure, the, and the, the edibles are helping the her. The edibles are helping her. Good. Yeah, and she sounds lucid, and like, it was really shocking. Because after good. 40 years of dealing with somebody that's been on those, they're all yeah. over, you never know what you're getting. I was like, wow, you're really clear-headed right now. It's like, yeah, I'm doing edibles. And this is I something that was like, would Did never, you hear was that? Like, I'm not touching that. I am not touching to make it, sure you know? everyone heard that. What's that? I mean, that she was clear-headed using oh, yeah, cannabis versus Nice, clear-headed. You know, I felt oh. like, oh, I got somebody there, not like the drugged-out version. Yeah. That person, because they, she was really connecting with you for the yeah. first time because opioids just put a mask over everything. Yeah. And it's like, you're with the person, but you're yeah. never really it's with them. In. It's straight heroin. I mean, I'm not, you know, it's, it is what it is. All right, I'm going to ask one last question. No, I know we're doing another round of this tomorrow, probably a little bit different style. Okay. I'm but, in uh, charge tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> the, the whole thing is getting is handed over. Is there a safe word? Pineapple. Pineapple. <laughs> Dude, that's my safe word. <laughs> How did I know I that? don't know. That's weird. I just thought of something that's really That's weird, like, when, you're, when, you put, when, when you put your... Never mind. I'm not yeah, let's not. Hey, this was awesome. All right, so I'm just going to call this part one of the infusion of... Casually baked and 421. How's I like that? it. Part one. We'll pick up part two tomorrow. I know you're going to be around. Just keep talking yes. with us and stuff. And uh, we will be back with more episodes of 421 and Casually Baked here live at oh. New West Summit 5. And if you are a true pot nerd, you understand my shirt. All right. Yeah. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your cannabis business podcast, The Talking Hedge, and newest member on PodCon X. So come on over and check out The Talking Hedge. We talk about business news, interviews, investments, events, all that stuff. So come nerd out with me over at The Talking Hedge. You can find me at The Talking Hedge podcast.com or on all your favorite podcast platforms don't forget to like share and subscribe or don't and i'm out